So you want to be a vegan? Join yours truly, Naima Black, health and wellness advocate in a free live interactive workshop on Zoom, where we'll discuss the plant-based eating lifestyle plus resources to get you started. This event takes place on Saturday, October 17, 2020, from 1 o'clock p.m. to 2 o'clock p.m. Pacific Time. For more info, click the registration link in the show notes. Greetings and welcome to Episode 6 of the Harmonious Living Podcast with your host, Naima. And I have a question for you today. What is your kryptonite? You know, everybody has some thing that is a barrier. It's something that always trips you up. Some would call it an Achilles heel. So let me give you some examples. Maybe your kryptonite is eating carbs. Maybe your kryptonite is chocolate or sweets. Maybe your kryptonite is fried foods. Maybe your kryptonite is meat. Maybe your kryptonite is dairy or soda or chips or bread. So that's what we're going to talk about today. What is the thing that trips you up? Maybe it's a person. Let's stay tuned and talk about it further. And we're back. So I was thinking about this topic of what's your kryptonite when I was having a discussion with some um, girlfriends of mine about eating healthier. And one of the things that comes up for us because we are so um, connected with eating certain foods and even, um, you know, some of it is habit, some of it is um, addiction, some of it is um, unconsciousness where we, you know, just um, go through the motions and um, we were talking about what items um, were difficult for us to let go of or, um, you know, what items that seem to get in the way, especially when it comes to like weight loss and when it comes to getting healthier. And, you know, there's so much of an idea of sacrifice when it comes to getting healthier And so, you know, the idea of having one thing that can um, get in the way of you making progress, it's really incredible because it's oftentimes that one thing that trips us us up that causes us to also um, beat up on ourselves because of the fact that we succumb to um, the temptation of... um, taking that thing or eating that thing or, you know, calling that person. If it's, you know, a person that you're um, thinking about, that's your uh, trip up or your Achilles. And so it's really interesting how, um, you know, we 
have all of these things in our life that can be a distraction to us, but actually, you know, we do have much more power and much more discipline that than we think we have. Um, and I can tell you, I know this for a fact, because when it's something that we really want to do, we really put our minds to it and we don't let anything stop us. And oftentimes we see this on a job where we're working for someone and we take all of our energy and our dedication and our conscientiousness and all of our resources and creativity and we apply it towards getting a job done um, for a company or for a person, you know, a business or for a supervisor or what have you. And just imagine if you took that same resolve, that same energy and determination and persistence when it comes to accomplishing your own goals, when it comes to, um, especially when it comes to goals around health, um, because that is, is one of those things again, um, and I've talked about before that our relationship with food and also our thoughts, um, are two of the biggest hurdles that we have to get over when it comes to creating and sustaining a healthy life. And that, you know, that sustaining part is a big one because we're oftentimes good at starting things, right? How many, <laughs> how many times have you started a, a project and been like fully invested and totally gung-ho in the beginning and then lost steam somewhere along the way? It's happened to all of us. And you know, the thing about it is that rather than giving up because we had a setback, getting back on track sometimes is is difficult for us. And, you know, later on in the, the um, podcast, I will um, share some ideas on ways to, you know, get back on track. But one of the things, it all, always starts with our thoughts. It always starts with um, you know, our feelings about ourselves and our sense of worthiness. And so we're going to take a short break. And um, when we come back, we'll talk about how we can get ourselves back on track and stay on track and ways that we can um, not only do that for ourselves, but do that for others. So stay tuned. This episode of the Harmonious Living Podcast is sponsored by Harmonic Soul Wellness. There's no time like the present to improve your health. Check out our 90 Days to Wellness plant-based eating program. Contact us at 619-752-0462 or find us on the web at HarmonicSoulWellness.com. And we're back. So prior to the break, um, I had mentioned thoughts and how um, we, 
allow our thoughts to actually get us off track. And so um, one of the questions that comes up for me when it's when it comes down to discussing what our kryptonite is, what are the thoughts that we tell ourselves when we give in to our kryptonite? What kind of excuses, what kind of rationalizations and justifications? Because we know in the moment that we're about to be unjust to ourselves, that it's not in our best interests. And we have that split second where we actually can choose one path versus another. But oftentimes the justification is something that we will allow ourselves to use in order for us to go against our commitment to our own well-being. And so when we think about those rationalizations and those justifications, I want you to think about does it sound something like this? Oh, it's just this one time. Uh, oh, it's just this little piece. Oh, it's just because I'm upset. Oh, it's just because fill in the blank. So you get where I'm going with this. We minimize and notice that word just. That's one of those sneaky, unconscious words that we use more often than we realize, but it is, it's like an escape word. And so how many times do we say things like that? And for that brief moment, you know, where we do give in to that temptation, when we give in to that kryptonite, for that brief moment of gratification, It doesn't take long before we don't feel well about it. We don't feel good about the decision. And oftentimes the thing that we gave into, the thing that we indulged in, turns out to not be as pleasurable as we had imagined it would be. And that's where, again, those thoughts, those mind tricks that we play on ourselves, there's something about when we think we're depriving ourselves of something that makes that thing that much more attractive or more appealing to us. So that's just one example. Maybe your kryptonite is your own outdated and limited beliefs about yourself. So, you know, there are many ways that we uh, minimize our own strengths, minimize our own abilities, and we um, keep ourselves stuck because we, like I mentioned earlier, either don't feel worthy of or um, are stuck in fear. And the fear may have been based on a survival pattern that we developed years ago for um, coping and for getting through uh, trauma, possibly. But that situation, it could be years in the past. It could be something that happened in childhood, even that we've held on to a story, a tape that we keep playing in our heads about ourselves that is actually no longer true, a paradigm that's no longer the case. So 
you know, as I mentioned in a, a prior episode, episode number two, about the mind, you know, we really have to be careful as to which voices that we're listening to, especially when it comes to the things that we tell ourselves about ourselves. So here's another example. I'd like you to try this one on. Maybe your kryptonite is addiction to drama. So maybe you might not even realize that you're addicted to drama and that it's a weakness. It's a, it's something that, that trips you up and where if something good happens in your life and it feels, you know, quote unquote, too good to be true, um, we, you know, in, in an attempt to protect ourselves, sometimes might unconsciously sabotage a situation because we're waiting for that proverbial other shoe to drop or are so used to dysfunction or trauma or don't feel deserving of good things coming easily to us. Um, and that happens more often than we realize. It's like we think things are supposed to be hard. We think things are always supposed to be a struggle. But actually, when we are in alignment, when we are operating in our purpose, when we are operating um, in our good, things actually do happen organically. Things actually do come to us. Things flow. And it's like we somehow think that if something is easy or if something flows to us, that it must be something wrong. There must be something flawed with that. And I think that that thinking is flawed. The idea that um, everything has to be a struggle. And don't get me wrong. Obviously, um, some degree of um, contrast, some degree of uh, adversity must come along in everyone's life because, you know, those are the things that one teach us appreciation about, um, when something good does happen. And so, you know, it's like having the bitter with the sweet. So sometimes struggle, um, does come about to help us become more resilient. Sometimes it happens to teach us a lesson. Um, and, and we, grow in experience and we grow in wisdom from certain difficulties that we have in life. But oftentimes it's just a matter of drama, um, whether it's from other people or whether it's drama that we create ourselves um, through all kinds of ways, whether it's gossip, whether it's um, dishonesty, you name it. Um, and so, again, that is one of those situations where it is important to uh, be honest with ourselves and be honest with others and to really um, get to the heart of what our true desires are. So when we come back from the break, we're going to talk a little bit more about um, our thinking and how it contributes to um, our the, the kryptonite and how our thinking uh, can be our kryptonite. And also, um, as I mentioned earlier, we're going to talk about some ways to um, put the brakes on 
the kryptonite and and uh, some antidotes. So stay tuned. So you want to be a vegan? Join yours truly, Naima Black, health and wellness advocate in a free live interactive workshop on Zoom, where we'll discuss the plant-based eating lifestyle plus resources to get you started. This event takes place on Saturday, October 17, 2020, from 1 o'clock p.m. to 2 o'clock p.m. Pacific Time. For more info, click the registration link in the show notes. And welcome back. So before the break, we were talking about limiting beliefs. We were talking about um, drama and um, drama being possibly a uh, form of kryptonite. And um, we also uh, talked about antidotes. And um, one of the things that um, I wanted to share with you all is that Kathy Heller, who is the host of the Don't Keep Your Day Job podcast, um, had shared in a coaching group that I'm in that the mind is Velcro for negativity and Teflon for positivity. I'm going to say that again because I need the people in the back to hear me. The mind is Velcro for negativity and Teflon for positivity. Is that crazy or what? And you know, it's really, um, it's really almost an indictment, if you will, if you think about the fact that it's much easier to find bad news. It's much easier to find uh, negativity when you turn on your TV than it is to find positivity. And particularly with the news, particularly lately with the news. And I get it. It's a business and there's, you know, there's a strategy behind it. And so it's really important for us to be mindful of what we subject ourselves to as much as we want to be informed about what's going on in the world around us. But one of the traps we can fall into is if we only get our information from one place um, and depending on what the agenda is of the source of that information, it can be skewed, it can be biased, it can be incomplete. And so it's always a good thing to get information from a variety of sources, number one. But number two, just being uh, looking for the good, um, looking for the good things that is that are happening in the world, because the actual truth is that there are millions upon millions of things each and every day that people do that are acts of kindness. There are millions of things each and every day that go right, but they go unnoticed. But it's the things that are not going, you know, quote unquote, right, or the, the things that are um, 
negative that are more remarkable, which is quite interesting. So another example of um, a possible source of kryptonite is people in your immediate environment, and they could be, you know, well-meaning people, but um, they may, for whatever reason, try to keep you from achieving your goals because they fear losing you or they fear your growth or they fear that they will have to grow in response to your growth. Because sometimes when you grow, you uh, hold up a mirror to another person um, and they have to take responsibility for the fact of of where they are in their lives. And um, sometimes people fear being left behind and they fear the idea of seeing you through new lenses instead of the box that they have seen you in before. And this could be well-meaning loved ones who might offer you that thing that they know you're trying to avoid. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that this is done with malicious intent. Um, And oftentimes, you know, we bond over food, we bond over those things that we're trying to avoid. Um, Those unhealthy things, we have a tendency to bond over those. And so sometimes when we tell people that we want to leave those things behind, sometimes people think that it means that we're leaving them behind. And so sometimes people will offer you things as a fear response um, because one, like I said, they don't want you to leave them behind, but two, there is a fear in that person's mind of not knowing the new you. Uh, Sometimes in certain situations, it could be a fear of not being able to uh, control the new you. Um, But the version of you that's practicing self-love and practicing healthy boundaries is an unfamiliar you. And if there's one thing about human nature, it is that we like the familiar. We, (laughs) sometimes we run from the unfamiliar. We run from uncertainty, even though that certain thing is the very thing that's harming us or that's holding us back. But It's like that expression, the devil, you know, sometimes people would rather deal with the devil they know than to venture out into the unknown because the unknown is scary. It's also exciting and the unknown can be refreshing and change can be good, but it takes a lot of resolve. It takes a lot of, um, commitment to oneself to um, be willing to be open to whatever changes come about from taking a courageous step and choosing to do something differently. So when we come back, we're going to talk about antidotes. So stay tuned. ready to heal and clear blocks from your life? Register today for the Pause and Return to Calm virtual retreat taking place 
October 10 from 7 o'clock a.m. Pacific Standard Time to 11 o'clock a.m. Pacific Standard Time, live on Zoom. Let me tell you about this great retreat. It features yin yoga sessions, music and guided inner child meditation, deep breathing exercises, plant-based nutrition and wellness, and energy clearing. This event is hosted by yoga instructor and educator Felicia Petway, Tiffany Wen, author and conscious parent, Naima Black, health and wellness advocate and plant-based nutrition expert, and Diana Bertoldo, an energist. Find more information about the retreat in the show notes. And welcome back. So, as we have been discussing this episode, we all have things that cause us to get off track, that cause us to uh, be undisciplined or to self-sabotage or um, to sometimes even do things that might be self-destructive. And I am not a a licensed clinical professional, so I will not, um, you know, um, I will not pretend to have remedies for um, things like substance abuse and and, um, chemical dependency. But I will say when it comes to behavior, there are some similarities and there are some overlaps. And so one of the three things that um, we can do to get ourselves back on track is number one, recognize that we're human and give ourselves grace and start again. Every single day, we have a choice about how we're going to live this life that we've been gifted. So that means every single day we can choose things that are life-affirming, things that are healthy, things that are good for us, things that are aligned with our highest good. And one of the sayings in the recovery community is one day at a time. And so that is something that I encourage us all to do whenever, especially we're trying to make a change, is take it a day at a time. And especially because we really can't project ourselves into the future anyway. And so staying present, staying mindful, and giving ourselves grace and controlling the things that we can control in the moment and um, making those choices that are life-affirming, that's going to be one of the ways that we can get back on track. Another thing that I recommend is the 555 rule, where you pause and you think when you're, when you're um, on the verge of making a decision about something, how is this going to affect me five seconds from now if I make if I go one way versus another, if I choose one thing versus another, how's this going to affect me five minutes from now, five hours from now, five days from now, five weeks from now, five months from now, five years from now, 
So you get it. It's about just taking a moment and giving yourself time to actually think through the situation to make sure that you're making a sound decision, especially one that's not based in emotion. Because one thing that we do know is that decisions that are made in in, uh, emotional um, distress or um, agitated emotions are often hasty. They're often ones that we um, regret or wish that we had done differently. Um, We wish we could have a do-over for certain emotional decisions that we might make. So again, just pause. And while you're pausing, breathe. Send some oxygen to your brain to help you, you think more clearly. Because one thing that happens when we are stressed is that we breathe shallow. And then that shallow breathing prevents oxygen from getting to the brain, which diminishes brain function. So we do ourselves a favor when we breathe and pause. So that's number two. Number three is it's always helpful to be in community of like-minded people or people who have a similar goal as you do. And so we are fortunate now that we have technology, we have resources, um, particularly in a time of COVID where we might not be able to um, interact in person with people as much, but we can either join or form online communities um, or um, even just communities among people that you already know if they are like-minded and if they are um, trying to do similar things that you are, which is um, trying to improve your health or, or trying to improve your quality of life or trying to achieve a goal, uh, whatever that goal might be. And so it's it can be isolating and it can be lonely to um, do things on your own, especially when they are so different from what everyone else around you is doing. And so being in community with others helps you to strengthen your resolve, helps you to also have accountability um, if you do um, fall into traps or if you do um, get tripped up by your kryptonite, that those people who might be a support system to you can help encourage you, can help keep cheering you on. You can cheer each other on um, and you can celebrate your wins together. And so that is um, another example of ways to help get back on track. And at the end of the day, again, it's about deciding because we all come to a point where we have to decide what we want in life. And we also have to decide our worthiness. We have to decide what we deserve And once you make your mind and once you know how worthy you are and you are worthy, then it's easier, um, it becomes easier to then make choices and um, allow good things into your life to um, have an expectation of good things happening in your life, to have an expectation that you're going to reach your goals. 
you're able to visualize yourself doing the things you want to do, enjoying life, that quality of life, the way you want it to be. So again, it's about being just to yourself. It's about practicing self-compassion and self-love and self-care. So there you have it. So I hope that you have enjoyed this episode and found some value in it. And I will ask you if you have enjoyed this episode and if you have been enjoying this podcast that you subscribe, share, tell your friends about it and um, leave comments and feedback because I'd love to hear from you and stay tuned for another upcoming episode. Peace and love.